0: Discover how you can green your life by building a knowledge base of current sustainable and eco-savvy trends. This series will delve into hot topics, current standards and practices, ways to design better spaces and specify materials that benefit not only us as consumers, but the world as a whole. Members of Caragreen as sustainable materials distributors and other industry leaders weigh in throughout the series. This is Build Green, Live Green. Hi, this is Jessica with Build Green, Live Green, Caragreen's Green's podcast on sustainability issues in the built environment. Today we have uh, one of our manufacturing partners, Florian with Organoids. Um, And uh, welcome, Florian. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for having me here today. We're happy to have you. Organoid is um, one of our our favorite products. You guys are such a direct translation of um, biophilic design and nature in a a space. And uh, we just love your materials. So can you... Talk a little bit about uh, Organoid, when when you were founded, uh, where you're headquartered and kind of what the company's mission is.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure. Um, Organoid has been founded in a barn almost, yeah, more than 10 years ago in 2012. Um, right at the beginning, Organoid was busy experimenting with organic shapes and creating all natural and sturdy elements. Um, eventually, demands were popping up to slightly change this approach and to set the focus on decorative elements for the interiors. And this was basically the start of organized natural surfaces, just as you know it today. So even though the paths have slightly changed, the ultimate goal has always been the same. Uh, We want to do something meaningful, meaningful, sustainable for people and connect what belongs together, which is humans and nature. So this has always been our biggest drive. And this is also anchored within our company's philosophy.
0: That's fantastic. And you're located in... Austria.
1: We are located in Austria, actually right in the most western part of Austria in Tyrol. We are based right in the heart of the Alps, so we have plenty of nice mountains right at our backyard. Very nice. Well, we're looking forward to coming visit, as you
0: know. Um, well, can you talk? You know, being in the in the Alps, you're kind of in these in these. Um, you know, you're situated in these fields, and um, that's kind of part of the connection to the company, right? So, can you talk about the materials? And how they're used applications?
1: Yeah, um, we're using rapidly regrowing natural raw materials such as alpine hay, diverse petals and blossoms, moss or leaves, and we press them on various backing materials. Final surfaces are mainly used as an ecological wallpaper or as a bio laminate, And up on top of that, we have great acoustic absorbers and we even do flooring. So basically,
0: you've got these rolled sheet goods with you know, natural elements on them. Like you have moss wallpaper, real moss wallpaper, real hay wallpaper, um, rose petals, lavender, cornflower, um, all laid up on these beautiful, you know, sheet goods that rolled goods um, or sheet goods that can be used for paneling. So like behind you, What is the material behind you? What's the backer and what is the natural element?
1: Well, behind myself, there's actually quite a new surface we do. That is the Wildspitzer Light. Wildspitze is basically the name of the surface itself, which is also the highest mountain of our area here. And it's also the place where we are harvesting the hay from. So talking about the hay itself, I mean, we try to process everything that that nature gives us. and The hay comes from 18 farmers that we work with they are harvesting the hay at a certain altitude and there are various reasons for that. So, first of all, we have short delivery routes. We try to work as as sustainable as it can be. The farthest meadow is in a distance of 15 kilometers away from our factory. And there on top of that, there are some additional reasons why we want to work with that particular hay. It comes from a certain altitude. So, there is the fatigued of proteins slightly different than down here in the valley. So we get the robust and constant fibres we need for our production. Um, parallel to that, we do our parts and bits to make sure these meadows are still being cultivated.
0: Okay. So, so um, then, but. but... And to to the other side of you is the, is a is the lampshade. What is that material?
1: Yeah, here you can see as how creative our customers can be. So we do have some partners doing lampshades. We do have partners using our surfaces for frames of glasses or for sunshades. Um, so there are a wide wide field of different applications for our surfaces.
0: And is that also the...
1: Is that the wild... Spring? The so it's the Alpine okay. which gets combined with various different petals and blossoms. So here we're going to use header. We have cornflowers in there with red rose petals. We have sunflower petals. And also the the, the flagship natural raw material we use and the, the, the one we are known for, which is the daisy. So so
0: the you can get it either that really kind of dense or you know, material or the light, which is what's behind you, right? Where you just don't, you know, you use less organic material across the the
1: face of the roll. Exactly, exactly. That's what we do. We do have our so-called premium surfaces. And basically the characteristic of that surface is the fact that we're using a high raw material coverage. So the backing material is not visible. Whereas with the light versions, um, the backing material is part of the visual appearance itself. And the, what is the backing material? Typically? So here we're using or well, the most common backing material we use is natural flux fleece which you probably know as linen and you you're probably the same in summer you are wearing wearing your linen trousers and the reason yeah. why you do it is because the material itself is preferable. and so it's also yeah. our backing material so it's not only biodegradable but also breathable um, that means rooms can breath.
0: Okay and then in the, that that linen kind of flax is actually kind of a um, almost like a light brown.
1: Yeah, it comes with that natural Col- brown because it doesn't get colored yep. or bleached in any way.
0: Okay, and then um what about some of your materials do you have a white backer and what is that?
1: Yeah, we also do have surfaces which are coming with white backer, which is our so-called eco fleece. Um, that material is made of recycled textile and cellulose fibers.
0: Okay. So, so you know, healthy natural materials on these very natural backers um, enrolled rolled goods that you could, you know, you apply like wallpaper. So you guys have some great videos on your website that show how easily um, these materi- materials are applied. And we've had some really interesting applications here in the U.S. We had one lady make a bed frame out of the alpine hay because she wanted to feel like she was sleeping in a meadow. And we have a lot of um, retail customers try to incorporate Organoid, because they're trying to bring, you know, nature into the space. And, and you know, if you're walking around New York City, it's kind of nice to walk into a, a store that has, you know, these natural elements, um, because you don't get a lot of that in the outside. So um, we have a lot of interest in your in your product, just to, like I said, bring nature into a space and create a more comfortable environment for people.
1: Yeah, and of That's course, yeah, and basically, our surfaces yeah. are being characterized by the fact that they do not only look, but even smell and feel just like the initially used raw material. And that is exactly what our customers normally appreciate and value.
0: Yeah, I think people are so used to in, in the design world and in the interior environment. Um, it's, it's so visually focused, but your products are so interesting and in then they're tactile, visual and you can smell. So, it truly is an experience um, working with
1: organoid surfaces. Correct, correct. So, we basically deliver our surfaces as natural as they can be. We do not uh, seal them in any way. They're just all natural. So, our customers can not only benefit from the natural looks of the surface, but also from the tactile and also from the scent of the surfaces.
0: And also, um, can you talk a little bit about the binder? Because a lot of people have questions about that, and I know it's it's not. It, I don't not. I don't want the ingredient list, but uh, can you talk about kind of what that's comprised?
1: Of? Well, that is basically a question we're getting asked on a, on a very regular basis, and that is also one of the secrets of our success. So, uh, not happy to tell you that they, or to share the ingredients list, but I can tell you it is one an mm-hmm. ecological binding agent. It is. Uh, yeah, it is food safe. You could actually food it, but it is important to mention that we are not processing any food.
0: Right, right. God, that, that makes sense. So obviously, you know, there's this kind of human element in the interaction and that is kind of the latest shift in sustainability in general is kind of occupant health and buildings and things like that. So a lot of designs are being tailored to, you know, make the occupants as, as healthy as possible. And that's viewed as sustainable. Um, what sustainability initiatives do you guys have? I mean, I know Europe is so much more advanced than we are over here, but um, you know, kind of from a from a carbon footprint or an energy water standpoint, how do you, how are your operations sustainable beyond just using the natural material? Well,
1: I mean, in, in addition to our local material sourcing, we do follow a zero waste strategy. We produce climate neutrally here in our factory. Uh, we've just electrified our fleet. We're using green energy to to energize our building here. So there are a few initiatives going on in that that regard.
0: Right. And then, of course, all your materials are um, natural. So they're
1: naturally a carbon sink, right? 100%. So, I mean, I keep on saying we do not only produce in a climate neutral way, but if you keep in mind that the hay is still binding some CO2, I would say we're even a climate positive company.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And then um, you just mentioned something um, about uh, the hay. Oh, okay. So we, we've talked about hay too. The other question I get asked a lot is about um, allergies, but you've had um, the
1: materials tested, correct? Well, I do suffer hay fever in, a inside, yeah. in our production. The day they are producing the hay, I would have an itchy nose right immediately. Um, but because of our careful production process and how we produce the surfaces, we can make sure that the surface itself is anti-allergen once it leaves our factory. So I do it in my office. I won't have any problem at all. Yep. Um, that has been proven not only in my office, but in hundreds of hotel rooms we did in the last couple of months. And in yes. theory, also in terms of certificates, we do.
0: Okay. And then um, some of the other materials. I mean, I know the hay is, is from you know these specific fields. Local and stuff. Um, what about the other materials? Are those all generally
1: post-industrial as well? Yeah, I would well, basically not all of them, but a big part of the survey of the raw materials we process and the survey or the materials we cannot source locally here in our area, they are being leftovers from various different industries. So leftovers yeah. which would alternatively get burnt or disposed. That is what we upcycle, bring back to life, and make something beautiful out of it.
0: Okay, and then as far as customization, because we uh, you've done some really neat projects where you've used some uh, l- some bio based goods from the project site in you know t- you've made them sheet goods that connect them to kind of the location where I think it was a hotel and it was some of the um, material that was native to that area. They were able to create. I, I guess you're
1: stuff. referring to a project we did in Switzerland last year. That was not a hotel; it was a oh. restaurant. Uh, okay. The restaurant owner. I mean, I really like this project because they did not only use a whole. I mean, the whole variety of the products we offer. They did the flooring. They did, they did acoustic absorbers. They did wallpapers, everything has been incorporated in this project. But the fact why I really like that project was the idea behind and what the architect and the interior designer wanted to uh, wanted to achieve. So the owner. Mark he basically wanted to implement his personal values, his personal ideas, things he is standing for, not only into his cuisine, but also into the design of his restaurant itself. So he wanted to be humble, he wanted to be um, local, he wanted to be down to earth and using natural elements and eventually they sent us their own hay. We made the surfaces out of it and they got it returned to Switzerland.
0: That's fantastic and and um when we
1: post this, we'll include photos of that, um, if that's okay because it was really a beautiful project. Yes, please do. So I can also send you a case study which I created a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, another project I mean do. we we were also talking again, it was in in Swiss we were talking to a or we were approached by a big chocolate manufacturer, probably the mm-hmm. biggest one, or the Rusty globe. And he wanted okay. he wanted us to make a floor using his um leftovers from Chocolate okay. the Conqueror Beans. And yep. we did the flooring. That's fantastic. I'd love to see photos of that too. Yeah, we, we do have it also in our lookbook already. So if you open page uh probably page sixty <laughs> or something, you can see the floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so okay, so you, you mentioned the uh the flooring and, and that hotel and those are using kind of some um, those are two custom applications. What are some of your other favorite applications that are really just a unique way of of using organoid material
1: to to create something? Well, that's, really that's a tricky question. Um, I think I have to say I do not really have a favorite project or a favorite application. Um, thinking about it about it the projects I like most are the ones I randomly spot somewhere on Instagram or on social media Uh and just seeing our customers expressing the joy they have with our surfaces so those are the little things that make me happy
0: that's great yeah it's it's always nice you know you don't realize what you don't know until you see it on on Instagram and and usually it's a it's a beautiful photo. So when you come across those, it's very uh, inspiring. So we like to see those too. Um, okay, so with Organoids, and we have it here in the US, um, first, let let's can we just tell everyone what, what your website is?
1: Yeah, our website is www.organoids.com. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, so Organoids. So O-R-G-A-N-O-I-D-S. And I always, I I go back and forth between saying organoid and organoids when I'm talking about the website or, or not. Yeah. So, um, what are the biggest challenges that you have? Because this is a unique product and you can liken it to wallpaper, but if someone's trying to compare it to, you know, basic wallpaper, you're comparing apples and oranges because this is really, really a unique experience, experiential product versus, you know, just something, um, visual. So, what challenges do you run into when, you know, kind of promoting the brand?
1: Well, there are a few challenges and I mean, talking about them in general, I have to say we do receive fantastic feedback on our surfaces, but as they are that unique and innovative and as they are new to most of, the, most of our customers, it sometimes is a challenge to convince people that they can, they can apply just like any conventional wallpaper, just like any, any conventional laminate. Um, Also, we have to inspire them, share projects we did so people just get a better idea of how Organoid can be used. And to do so, we have just launched this new Lookbook um, just to give them an idea what they can do with our surfaces or what has been done already.
0: Yep, yep. The Lookbook's fantastic, and and, um, we're sending that out to our our A&D.
1: Yeah, it is also available on our website, so you can just download it from there.
0: The last thing I want to ask you about is um, what new initiatives do you have, whether it's uh, new, new materials that you're going to be introducing, um, you know, the lookbook obviously is a big initiative, the case studies are an initiative, but
1: um, is there anything else specific? Well, uh, that you guys are doing uh, that is, you know, already Jessica, which just launched new uh, acoustic absorbers, which you can just yep. apply or install, like, like any ordinary picture. And one yep. thing that you probably don't know yet, um, in May, we are going to launch a total of five new surfaces. Um, this okay. basically includes a vibrant new moss surface. We have skeleton leaves and a noble golden backing and a total of three surfaces with a reduced coverage of raw materials. So again, just like um, the light wallpaper, which you can see behind myself. Yep. Will they be called p- the light collection? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: so and is the new moss the one that you sent me?
1: It is basically a mixed moss version. So it is it, a yeah, nice I really like clean that. the yeah. and the dark green moss. And yep. because of that mix we just end up having a very vibrant surface. Yeah, The moss, yep. by the way, it's is again good. an upcycled product. So they are leftovers from this bushy moss wall productions, as you probably know as well. Yep. And yeah. And
0: talk about this. Yeah, the moss and that's nice because a lot of that that those moss wall installations are beautiful, but they're they can't really handle any sort of you know interaction, right? Because you know they can they can they're sensitive. Um, but your product, well, it's 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 encapsulated.
1: I, so it's I have to admit, I love those kind of bushy moss walls. And um, right. they are facing a similar challenge as we do with our surfaces. People are just getting attracted by the surface. They want to touch it. They want to yes. smell it. They just want to to interact with the surface. Yep. and with that kind of walls you end up having i mean as the more people are touching them the more bald and dark spots you're going to have on that surface so there yep. are, you have some kind of maintenance and things like that and what we basically do is using that kind of of waste from moss wall production upcycle them bring them back to life make something nicer nice out of it which is eventually also super abrasion resistant
0: yeah. So, in that, you you brought up an interesting word, which is another question that I get. I'm going to throw out here as we wind this up. Um, maintenance. So, what do I do? What if I need to clean my wall? What is the recommended way to clean it?
1: How do you clean your walls at the moment?
0: I don't. I'm waiting till my kids get old enough to stop touching them.
1: <laughs> No. Basically, you can you can clean our wallpapers just like any ordinary wallpaper. Use a, a cloth. You can vacuum it. You can just just clean it. Just Please yep. don't jet spray them. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. So don't use any harsh cleaners also, on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I mean, talking about maintenance, you just have to keep in mind our surfaces, they're way less sensitive than any white one or any any ordinary wallpaper, as potential stains are just not that visible.
0: Yep. Yep. And and it's it's you know, it's worth um, you know, letting our listeners know. If you want samples, just reach out to caragreen.com um, dot com and you can you can play with them yourselves. We've all had um, phone cases um, made with with organoid uh, surfaces, and and you know we've put them through some pretty heavy wear and tear, and they they hold up remarkably well. Um, so, Florian, uh, any other new initiatives you want to talk about, or you want to wrap this up?
1: Well, I mean, basically, what is also important to us, we are working now on a whole bunch of new certificates. So by the end of the year, we will also want to come off come up with hpd and or EPD certificates yep. so that is in the pipeline at the moment um also might be interesting just to inform that we are just about to double our production size and also implement new technologies within within both our production process and also product features
0: great yeah and i and and um the the nice thing about organoid is that you know you can get you know, the rolls are, um, what, 1.36 meters wide. So it's about, what is that, 4.4 feet or something. Um, but you can get as, you know, any length. So there's no real minimums when it comes to sizes and stuff like that. So um, whether it's a small project or a large one, um, you have a lot of flexibility in those those kind of, those wide, wide widths. And um, it's just a really neat material to kind of bring, you know, the outside in. And I think my favorite to, are the moss and the blue cornflower. I just think they're, they're so beautiful and there's just nothing, nothing like them. And also, um, there are options for the material to come on a
1: translucent self-adhesive so you can actually, you know, it's clear so you can see through it as well. Yeah, just if you want to increase privacy in an open space office, um, you can combine increasing privacy with bringing nature indoors.
0: So a uh, beautiful product, um, we absolutely love it. And Florian with Organoid, thank you so much for being on Bill Green Live Green. Thank you, Jessica.